glug glug somebody else drinking oh drinking heavily <clears throat> you brought this on yourself well you just struck me as a Jellical cat, top of the guy. <laughs> you shut the fuck up right now. I don't want to hear that word ever again. The scotch on the rocks. Please, any scotch will do. As long as it's not a blend, of course. Uh, single malt. Blend Olivet, Blend Fitty, perhaps. Maybe a Blend Gow. Any blend. I'm thirsty. I want a beer. What about you? You want a beer? Just a drink. A martini. Shake and not stir. Words, uh, I was not familiar with, and I, even after having uh, watched the uh, Cats feature film, I don't know if I totally understand. Uh, it's a good thing, <laughs> I think. I suppose. My wife I fell asleep, saying. and uh, she asked me <laughs> how to turn out, and I'm like, well... One of the cats, you know, won the prize, and uh, she goes, "What was that?" And they're like, uh, "A cat version of a hot air balloon, crested with jewels, flying <laughs> went, right went into the sun." Heaven, I guess <laughs> that's the reward I was wanting for myself. Fly right into the sun, <laughs> split it wide open. I uh, I couldn't understand. I had to actually look up what Jellica was. I had no idea. I have. I don't know if I've ever told anybody this, but like I have a tremendous time like understanding lyrics to songs. I don't know if it's a, like a condition or something I have, but I just I, you stick I don't to know the, what... uh, the the Fred Durst style of like I know what Nookie means, and if you repeat it enough, I'm uh, most assuredly going <laughs> to understand it. That did not apply here for cats. <laughs> it didn't. It didn't quite take. I uh, yeah, I'm with you. I'd, uh, I'd I do eventually get on Wikipedia, and I'm like. <laughs> What are we talking about? What? Angelicals can, angelicals do. Angelicals do, angelicals can. Angelicals can, angelicals do. They say it 10,000 times, and it's still, I can't even take the context for it. I like, thought it was their gang. I mean, I didn't understand, uh, like, just their club or, you know, home full of strays, um, <laughs> putting on a production. Oh, boy. It, it, okay. So, uh,. This week on Sober Cinema, we are talking about two box office and critical disasters in uh, Cats, which we've already tried to piece together. Uh, but I feel like we're both of us are like Guy Pierce and Memento. We're like, <laughs> <laughs> Don't trust this cat. <laughs> <laughs> ten minutes at a time. I've forgotten what happened in the prior ten minutes. And uh, the other film is uh, easier to understand. I. I don't know if that makes it uh, the early favorite in this episode, Doolittle, with uh, Tony Stark taking on the uh, the man who talks to animals role, which I uh, I guess I I'm more familiar with. Him. Yeah, okay, yeah. The, the uh, I guess he's uh, trying to uh, get away from like I'm not just Tony Stark, so I'm going to put on this voice that uh, in a film that's aimed at children, I would think it's kind of hard to follow, but I guess they, there's enough fart gags from the animals that uh, they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> this is rough. I knew I knew it was going to be. I knew this was one of those where it's like, okay, we've got uh, we got some <laughs> bad wasted hours coming down our life, but our listeners probably would approve. Other than us saying like, it's great, it's great. Um, <laughs> what did, what did we do that? We did a quiet place, and I felt like 
other than me uh, relaying your fart joke you made about the premise of it. <laughs> uh, we were pretty much effusive with our praise. I don't think that's going to be the case here. So, Jared, what, what do you want to start with? Pick your poison first before we fly into the sun. <laughs> it's like <laughs> Victoria's like, death. Would you rather shoot yourself or stab yourself? Uh, I would. We can do Doolittle first. Save the... Presumably the worst for last. The worst um, for last. So Doolittle... Oh, Very useful it is too. You might feel a bit of pressure. I got her. <clears throat> oh, good heavens! Oh, no, you didn't. Oh, my God! Uh, just clearing the way. Is that armor? You got the old Spanish army in you. Give us a deep breath. <gasps> Hold it. Uh, word of warning. What's up, Doc? We're removing the blockage. You'll see now. There may be an uh, initial release of wind. Respect. Sorry. Let me hear that. Come, nothing to be ashamed of. We all do it. We're all animals. <coughs> I can taste it. Okay, come back. What did I miss? Uh, I'm only familiar with, I guess, in concept, because I don't think I ever watched... I certainly didn't watch the original, like, the 60s musical. Uh, And I don't need... At this point in my life, I do not need another musical uh, on my (laughs) TV at any time soon. Uh, And I don't think I saw the Eddie Murphy one, which... Were there two of those? Or just one? I can't... I know that was a successful hit in the, the 90s, I believe. I want to say there were two of them, but you're also getting into that realm of like, <laughs> I don't remember how many clumps there are. I don't remember how many. <laughs> I don't know. It all runs together. Eddie Murphy uh, doing uh, family films was there. There was a stretch there. I'd say from the mid nineties to the maybe early two thousands where he was uh Daddy daycare. Yeah, well, like Daddy daycare. <laughs> is that the one that killed it? Because I don't know if that one stuck in, in pop culture. I don't think there was a sequel to that one. I think that might have killed it for him. <laughs> I'm actually far more interested in this than I am uh, in Robert Downey Jr.'s Too Little. Oh. Well, uh, we got five minutes and already off uh, the rails. <laughs> was there, there is a Daddy daycare, too. Um, oh. oh, there we go. It uh, They replaced Eddie Murphy. <laughs> with Cuba Gooding Jr., which seems <laughs> mildly racist. I don't know. <laughs> they won't even recognize. <laughs> you know, I, I don't remember. Uh, he looks different. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'm going to go to Netflix and see if they've got uh, Cuba, his stand-up special Raw, see, <laughs> Raw 2 with <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr. I probably shouldn't say that because I think he's one of the uh, – me too guys right now i think he's uh on a, a much milder version i think he's accused of like grabbing women's butts and clubs well i say we have buddies that are known for that so <laughs> <laughs> some of which you've probably heard on podcasts before <laughs> our dearly like departed it. co-host i'll take it for him only with his own so he's fine it's <laughs> that's a crime against god and <laughs> abomination but <laughs> it's not harming anyone else's. Anyway, oh. Doolittle. Um, yeah, Robert Downey Jr. Can't really understand what the hell he's saying. Man, mushman. You've got these... Uh, I, I, what is this set? Um, you've got uh, cannonballs and... 
a queen, and you know, it seems like anyone can just walk in and uh, take over, tackle the redcoats as long as you have a polar bear and an ape with you. Uh, the animals, though, very much in that what I imagined the Eddie Murphy one was like sort of modern comedy and uh, modern phrases, contemporary phrases and such. Yeah. Yeah, I wondered how much of that came late in the game when they're like, "Okay, uh, <laughs> we got we got our eyeballs on this. This is written and directed by the guy who uh, wrote uh, Traffic from 2000." Wow, the drug. <laughs> so I don't know if it was always intended to be uh, as much of a kid-friendly bent, where we're going to appeal to like the base urges of eight-year-olds. I wouldn't say that the guy who wrote Traffic is who I would uh, give the gig to, to do that. So uh, I wonder, Jared, if a lot of that stuff, they were just like, punch up the humor uh, and just let these comedians like uh, Camille Nanjani just say whatever they want and wasn't actually in the script. Yeah, that's uh, that was, you know, one thing that you can obviously tell from the casting that they did was like, this is uh, a lot of big name comedians are in this movie and it felt like it had sort of that improvisational tone maybe to it i don't know i don't know enough about the movie process to like do they do the improv and then they <laughs> do the cgi uh animals afterwards or i mean our second film that we're gonna get to <laughs> they you know three days after it was released they sent a patched version like a video game with updated effects to fix their mistakes which I don't know. At that point, is there not someone running the studio that's like, do not burn more money on this. Just let it go. Like, <laughs> at a certain point, at a certain point, there's not much else you can do to it. I mean, there's so many holes in that ship. I mean, it's like you're plugging up a couple, and there's, uh, I mean, dozens. So I'm reading that uh, Doolittle, Doolittle had a budget of 175 million, and Jesus given Christ. the. Uh, Marketing costs, uh, what it would have to do worldwide was $500 million to break even. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're really banking on the star uh, attraction of Robert Downey Jr. Yeah, I, I you know, I, I don't know if there's a carryover effect from the, the 40 and 50-year-olds that are dressed in Captain America shirts, ready for see <laughs> Endgame five times, if they're also going to be equally as pumped, just fucking pumped for Dr. Doolittle, like a, a reimagining. Uh, probably a mistake, much like cats. This is basically an episode where you scratch your head and you're like, okay, um, <laughs> you know, give someone 12 bucks an hour. They can probably make better decisions <laughs> with this <laughs> amount of money <laughs> than the people that are reaping, you know, multi-million dollar bonus packages for, for okaying this nonsense. <laughs> I thought I read somewhere that this was, and I don't think this will surprise you, Doolittle, was a uh, passion project of Robert Downey Jr., like a character he always wanted to play. And boy, does it, I mean, that, I don't know if that's it's accurate, a, but it feels accurate. Like, yeah. yep, this is the type of like showy, cheesy, uh, look at me type material that he seems to have fallen into post uh, Iron Man. Uh, he's, uh, he's certainly hamming it up every time that you see him on screen. Like, there is no subtlety played to this character whatsoever, which I guess that's when you're going for the audience of, eight and nine and 10 year olds that you're going for, they don't really appreciate <laughs> subtle moves and in, in acting and such. So do you think it's like, even if you could put yourself back in that headspace, which I think our probably what we were watching maybe is a little more skewed. I felt like at God, I was As certainly not taxi driver that you. Yeah. Yeah. Which I don't know if I got to that till I was about 12, <laughs> but oh, uh, I do remember watching total recall when I was about eight 
And like, oh yeah, that one. Yeah. So I mean, that one, <laughs> kid friendly, where it you know got got it in my <laughs> head from an early age, and boy was I in for disappointment that women do not have three breasts. Uh, <laughs> setting up for failure there. Uh, but from a normal child's perspective. Do you, do you think this would be fun or entertaining? Because I, 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 when I realized, I'm like, okay, this is truly a kid's movie, so don't like attack it with the glee that we're going to attack something like cats. I don't know. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't think so. I think it's kind of long and slow, and I don't know if it's like that funny or that amusing. I think it goes back to the Doolittle character himself. I think he's just he's like in a totally different movie than what the the animals are. I just it hits the same note like four or five times, and even as a child, I think I would have been like, "Well, this is kind of boring." Like it's essentially Doolittle tries to sneak in to do something, and then Doolittle gets caught like half a dozen times, and then that's it. I mean, even as a ten-year-old, I could identify that, like, "Oh, look, bumbling ass Doolittle got caught doing something again and again and again." So I, I don't know. It's just the plot just is not. Like, you have elements there. When I was thinking about it, I was like, you know, how in the world do you fuck up, like, a gorilla that's, like, playing chess and <laughs> boxing with Robert Downey Jr.? You have a fucking whale towing a boat, and I'm sitting here like, ah, this is boring. Like, the spectacle is certainly there, right? Like, I can definitely see the money yeah. on the screen, but it was it almost worked in reverse. I'm like, yeah, like, I, I felt like it was, like, somehow I was, like, a fucking shareholder in this, where I'm like... <laughs> I don't know. Was this necessary? I'm like, even for kids, like, don't you just like have him in his house just fucking around with him? And I, I go back to the Eddie Murphy movie that I've not seen, but I'm assuming that was just <laughs> pure comedy. I don't think there was like an action adventure fantasy element where we're going to go on a quest and eventually, spoiler alert for <laughs> the new Doolittle, but uh, meet a dragon and then play with its <laughs> asshole. Like. <laughs> 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 that was the moment where I had to check that I wasn't hallucinating. That the climax of the movie is literally jamming his fist <laughs> in a dragon's asshole. Like I live by myself, so I'm looking over at nobody. But I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? I just figured you'd call up our uh, uh, hey, departed co-host and be like, "Do I have I a, movie a movie for, for you?" you. <laughs> and you can watch it with your kids. But you know, when you get to the end, excuse yourself. <laughs> You, you won't be able to handle it. <laughs> For the things you like. <laughs> can't explain to your children. <laughs> oh, man. I don't know, man. It's just, you know what I thought of whenever I was watching this movie was Rampage. Uh, because it has such, C I mean, gratuitous amounts of CGI in it. And it should be everything that, you know, is just a regular throwaway popcorn movie of like, I'm just, you know, basically enjoying myself. Not too much of an ask, not too deep. But I was like, man, this is fucking boring. Like, it's just, I don't know, just the story, the it just all of it. peaks just with him in his house with the animals. Like, he's like a neurotic dude. <laughs> he's got neurotic animals. And, like, just their, like, daily life is probably as interesting I, as it gets. I was so ready to buy in. I wrote this note. I was like, if you want to make this an amazing film, like, I stopped the... <laughs> movie and wrote this on my phone i was like just have him be batshit crazy the entire time and then the switch to english never happens and it's just robert Downey jr <laughs> <laughs> i would have laughed my ass off i would have rated this 10 out of 10 if it would have just been him making guttural noises the entire time <laughs> that's the use of money that's it i mean there definitely is a uh 
you know, you could have the reverse effect. You know, the man who hangs out oh. with animals. Uh, I think a film I've mentioned before uh, with uh, apparently Eddie Murphy's comedic clone, Cuba Gooding Jr. Instinct, where Anthony Hopkins goes to study fucking gorillas or whatever and then becomes as savage as them. Or, of course, the message of the movie is they're not as savage as humans. You know, he was actually better when he was <laughs> out there <laughs> shitting in the dirt. <laughs> Like picking bugs out of his ass yet again. Shout out to our dearly departed co-host. <laughs> uh, I hope he still subscribes. Like I hope, uh, and I know everything's shut down, so he doesn't have a work commute. So uh, maybe he'll be catching up with this. God, six months a year. Whenever things get back to normal, um, I did have a. You know, we're recording this one a little bit early. Uh, this is our first episode in April. Both of these movies are. Uh, coming to DVD uh, store shelves, I guess, thankfully, stores are not open, so no one has to see this. Um, Jared, how did you – did you just uh, do a digital rent option with this? Uh, it fell off a truck, Mike. <laughs> Same for me. Same for me. Because uh, I, I went to look, and uh, I, I guess I'm not totally accustomed uh, to the uh, coronavirus ways as far as – you know, when something comes to digital, what that means, like, I'm just like, okay, because you and I have discussed before, I'm, I'm willing to spend four bucks on a rental. Like, that's fine. Anytime. Yeah. They have hit that perfect, like, mm -hmm. I'm too lazy to do this shit. I'll pay $4 for you to bring it to my home. Fine. Launching with a, and I, I don't think this, I think these were like, uh, at least the one I looked at, it was on iTunes was for sale, but it was like 20 bucks. And that was, yeah, <laughs> that was a hard no. Um, but I've, I've seen numerous articles where it's like the hunt and, um, I know the last Pixar movie uh, was doing uh, whatever it was called was doing like a twenty dollar purchase mm. before it goes to Disney Plus, and I don't know. Even with <laughs> even with everyone being shut indoors, I think that's going to be a hard ask. Like twenty dollars for Doolittle or uh, Cats. I think uh, yeah, you're pretty much going to have to. <laughs> you can sucker both of us. You and I combined. <laughs> the sober cinema budget is eight dollars <laughs> for, for a movie. <laughs> And it's $8 that we know we're probably going to dislike, too. So it's like... <laughs> Even harder to let go of. It. Yeah. <laughs> God, this could be chicken nuggets. <laughs> yeah, there's, there's, it's just that thing, like, there's so much media available that you're competing constantly, even if it is something new. Like, you have... I mean... Uh, Again, I don't, I don't want to go off on too much of a tangent, but there's so many people, like you said, and get so fucking sick of seeing these people. I'm so bored. I'm inside <laughs> all day. Like, there's so there's more media than you could consume in your entire fucking life, man. Well, that was the previous problem, right? Like, I don't think people are – I mean, I do see some people complaining, like, God, if you subscribe to all the streaming services, this is as much as cable used to be. And it's like, well – you don't have to. The problem with cable was they lumped it all together and said, this is the price. You have to take every bit of it. Uh, but what used to be the problem when the world was, uh, you know, normal or sane, I guess, uh, <laughs> was that there was just a deficit of time that you had to like, mm -hmm. there, there was really no reason to subscribe to all of them because you don't have enough hours in the day to get through like, you know, one or two subscription services, whatever they're offering that month. Now, maybe that's been leveled out. But even then, like uh, just this weekend, I'll tell you what, my, my wife looked at me. And I had, a, it was uh, a refrain that I go back to often. And she's basically a battered woman, battered by, <laughs> battered by poor entertainment choices. And I always have to end it with, it's for the podcast. It's for the podcast, baby. Cause I could see she was reaching that tipping point 
with a Doolittle Cats double feature where it's like, why, if we're shut indoors, are we watching, how's it come to this? <laughs> Considering I have a shelf full of movies, we have HBO, we have Showtime, and here I am watching, as you said, fell off a truck copy of Cats and Doolittle, like struggling to get it to stream to my box. I think some questions were asked and uh, they were both verbalized to me. And then I think there were some harsher ones internalized in her head as far as decisions my wife has made on who she's going to hole up with at the end of the world. <laughs> it's like you're losing some clout with her, huh? <laughs> I don't know what's next. Uh, well, you know what? We'll get to, we'll move on to cats because I'll, uh, I'll, you know, I'll save that for the end of the show as far as what we're doing next. Uh, but Jared, it's a solemn vow to you. Uh, to my marriage, that it's got to be the next choice has to have hope. We have to have hope that it could be good. Oh, well, cats hope. No, no, no. I'm saying that whatever the next episode is, we have. Oh, to, okay. <laughs> we have to. Yeah, we got to have something at least semi coherent <laughs> and enjoyable. Yeah, I, no, I agree on that. I thought you were saying the cats has to have some no, redeeming no, features. No, let's just go through the and death that. march here. Let's um, <laughs> Frodo and Sam, and let's just throw this into the fire. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. All right. So I do have Wikipedia up on the iPad and it is focused just on cats. <clears throat> and I apologize for our Doolittle review if we were, you know, a bit slight on it as far as uh, it should have just been him fucking around. But really, you know, he, he fists a dragon in the ass and <laughs> then has a small child feed what comes out of the ass to <laughs> Queen's mouth or dry lips. It is strangely sexual. So that's my transition. <laughs> That is my transition to Cats, which almost immediately I have Rebel Wilson. I think she's the second or third song, um, and she's oh, yeah. like throwing her uh, <laughs> cat chest beefers at another cat. <laughs> <laughs> Always like a good dab boner reference. Is he still around, or is that uh, is that done too? That's that is like the uh, early days of Twitter. I think that kind of died whenever he they like revealed who it was and he started writing books and shit. See, everybody like needs a hope that that's actually real. Like even if you, in the back of your mind, you're like, this isn't this is a character. But uh, yeah, as soon as you see that it's like a a hipster divorce guy, like you know, just sitting around drinking beer and making money off his Twitter account. I don't need my assumptions confirmed, right? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like a lot of people did for Cats, though, uh, because this, at least in film Twitter circles, uh, for a Christmas release, I saw a lot of people going out to hate watch this, like treating it as, um, I guess, their own like private uh, mystery science theater type thing. Spectacle. Let's okay. Let's, where do you stand with that? Because both you and I, I, I'm not as big a fan as you. Because uh, I, God, I, I don't remember the last time I watched mystery science theater. I didn't see any of the Netflix revival stuff. Um, I know you're a huge fan, but mm. where do you stand on that? Where people like, it seems like there's an agreed upon movie that we can all shit on and like, we're all going to get together and make fun of it. But if it's, if it's a new film that's been like sort of decided that this is going to suck, like there's a part of me that thinks, I don't know if this is going to be as funny to pick on this as what people think it is. I always go into it. Uh, I guess I have a little bit of that contrarian in me in that I see all of these people hating it and I automatically want to think, well, it can't be that bad. Like I know it's, I know it's probably not going to be great, but I mean, they, these people are probably just overreacting. It, it's, it's, uh, it's too agreed upon to be that bad. And I was wrong this time. So the, in this instance, anyway. Yeah. Yeah. The, I mean, the trailer, 
it, it will show you if you just pull up a, a clip of this, which I man, am I going to be lacking in uh, clips for this movie? Because <laughs> in one film, you can't understand what the fuck the lead character saying. In the other one, they just sing talk the entire time, which um, here, here's my issue with this. Like, okay, get, you move past the visual effects, which I think the trailer came out about six months before the film released and they were bad. This was, and I guess this wasn't a uh, Sonic the Hedgehog situation where they could just fix the character by just animating him like he always looked. Like you had like a, <laughs> with Sonic, you had a staple as far as like, just make him look like that. Like he's not meant to be There's realistic. Material, yeah. yeah. Like how, why are you trying to make like a realistic, like what if Sonic was real like type version where you try to <laughs> resize him to be like a short human. So Don't this. All this, I'll, I'll, I mean, I have nothing. I can't defend the effects at all. And even though they tried to fix some of the the glitches, I guess uh, the you know the basic conceit to have these people walk as miniature humans, but in cat form, probably probably was a mistake. Like, I mean, there's a what, that uh, mm. that term uncanny valley, which they apply <laughs> to to visual effects and video games, where it's like yeah. it, it's just like close enough to looking like a human but you know also just off enough to where you're there's a disconnect there where the human brain will never accept it i don't care how much money you throw at it there you either have to go i'm sure people might disagree with me but you have to either go to extremes you have to go to uh still maintaining some form of being a human like uh Andy Bernard from The Office in one of those Halloween episodes. I, I immediately thought of that. Or you have to be like, you have to make them look way more like cats. You have this like kind of fucking unholy melding of human and cat that is so alien and so off-putting that it's, uh, like you said, like nothing about the way the face blends into the fucking fur and the ears. Like it doesn't look right. It looks at detached. All. None of it. it looks like it's just yeah. floating on a cat. Like face. Mm-hmm. Like <clears throat> that really isn't that far off from like a God, like a crappy old vine or like, you know what the kids are doing. Mm-hmm. TikTok. It would look like something, <laughs> some sort of effect you would do on that on your phone. You know how they superimpose on talk shows, like somebody's mouth talking over like a, a, a still static picture. Like I got that vibe. It yeah, it's like, like something with Conan O'Brien or like fucking, yeah. like, uh, you know, talk soup or something would do. It's this type <laughs> of low rent material. But here's my counterpoint to these people. Okay. I, I watch this and Moving aside the the visual effects, because as you said, I don't think people necessarily have had a problem with. Was I think Cats held the record for like the longest running longest running Broadway musical, and they look silly, but it's like oh, it's people in makeup. Like that's you know that's (laughs) I don't remember people droning on and on as far as like how weird uh, people in the stage production looked because it's like well they're playing a cat so they give them a little fur on their head (laughs) and whatever and some of them wear clothes others don't I think the the questions here (laughs) are gonna pop up more often like why Rebel Wilson can remove her fur and I have no idea but the conclusion that I was coming to was why have we as a society accepted musical theater at all. (laughs) (laughs) that's not where i thought you were gonna go (laughs) like i'm watching this and (laughs) like when was it when was it okayed like when you know it's like (laughs) people talk about (laughs) the movement to end bullying and like accepting you know people for all sorts of crazy shit now (laughs) that i think you and i anyone that has a generation gap uh you know as we look into our 40s there's definitely stuff 
politically that you and I would look at and be like, man, if we did that in high school, uh, we would be beaten up. We would, you know, at the very least, we would be there would be a stern talking to from our peers as far as trying to <laughs> basically this herd mentality of like, okay, you you can be a little different, but you've crossed the line. <clears throat> look, I'm watching this movie and I'm wondering, fucking hundred years ago, where were the where were the men of the greatest generation? <laughs> Where were the people coming out of the, out of the depression saying we will not allow people to sing talk to each other? Like, I mean, think of all the trouble they could have saved us. Think of you and I in 2020 during a global pandemic watching a bootleg version of Cats. Think if they, like when the men were men, if they'd actually been men. <laughs> slap someone with their glove or something and said, don't do that. Oh my gosh, you're killing me. Suck that. I'm so glad. I swear, I, from your tone, I was starting to get a little bit worried because it seemed like you were going to say uh, something to defend it. So I was ready to like... Well, that is that is my only defense is that even the agreed upon musicals that were good, there's an element of camp and silliness that I, I for one, have never really been able to accept. And I guess my, my meager defense of Cats, even though it's fucking terrible, is, oh, oh this is the dumb one? Like, of all... <laughs> this is the only one that's been damn near incomprehensible to follow. <laughs> like, why aren't we shitting on all of them? Yes. Oh... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it, obviously, it's not uh, a, a type of film that I'm too into. I, uh, What's your threshold? Because I was talking about that with my wife as we're watching. I'm like, I think you tell me it's a musical. Mm-hmm. I think if you, it's, if it's a film, and especially this one, where I'm like, I have no idea what's going on. I don't know. I don't understand the cat mythology. Imagine no. Total Recall. Like, you know, something mm-hmm. I watched as an eight-year-old and was learning the ways of... Uh, three titties, you know, not necessarily <laughs> being better than two. Uh, sometimes you need a little space. <laughs> but imagine if Total Recall, which is a fairly complicated movie in the sense of its premise, like it's you know it's sci-fi, so you have to you have mm-hmm. to at least do a paragraph of explanation. Mm-hmm. That instead of that, people just sang all the crazy nonsense <laughs> that was happening, like. Why, why this this barrier uh, of entry to like it's not something where it's about um, I don't know a poor coal miner that you can you can kind of understand because it's in our reality but cats needs to do a little bit more heavy lifting where I don't understand what the fuck you're doing Lord of the Rings has a prelude in the films where it's like hey if you weren't a total fucking dork and read the fucking <laughs> Bible of of fantasy novels. Uh, we're going to give you a little bit of heads up of here's what's happened and here's why this ring is important. And then you can settle down and you can start with the story. In this film, they they just throw a cat in a bag in a sack. <laughs> and they like start dancing around her like they're in the scene from like Eyes Wide Shut. Where it's like, uh, I'm like okay, they're about to fuck this cat to death. I don't know what they're going to do. <laughs> Like, why why is it just agreed upon? Like, you hear comic book movies catch the shit, sometimes rightfully so, sometimes wrongfully so, where it's like, oh, you just expect everyone to, like, know who that character is? What what is going on here? What what is the layman supposed to make of this? Like, I I guess you're just not uh, trying to appeal to them, but this this movie costs a $100 million budget, so you damn well better appeal to the likes of me and Jared, who found this on the back of a truck. (laughs) If you want our $4. 
I, I don't know. Like it, it's it's so unpalatable to anybody that is not interested in theater and and the way. I, I, it's just not consumable. <laughs> I, I, I'm struggling okay, to put well, it into words. From, like, you just watched, did you watch it this morning or? Yeah. Just okay. This morning, so yeah. just this morning, like I don't know if like you know hours have passed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I'm not I trying to. I'm not trying happened. to put you on the spot. Know. What is what is your interpretation <laughs> of, of the events of this film? The only thing I could take from it is they were all <laughs> competing for Dame Judy Dench, who she bestowed upon a trip to cat heaven. Like, I, <laughs> I don't know. And how does she do that? She just says, like, I don't, uh, they, they, uh, they put her on this fucking blimp and then they <laughs> see you later. Here's another fucking, uh, song and number that we're about to do about what oh, you call me. I'll tell you what, like, I, uh, I, yeah, know, I really appreciate that after we send this cat to its, its fiery death and, and sweet, sweet, <laughs> pleasure of no longer being in this film where people sing to you Um, i enjoyed that after that i'm like okay it's over and i'm sitting here on the couch and i'm like (laughs) doing that thing where you like lean forward like Uh yep that's done and then judy dench looks right into my soul on this uh, bootleg copy and starts lecturing me on how to talk to a cat never been more happy to have a dog my life never been more happy (laughs) Yes. I swear to God, at that moment, I moved the mouse because I was like, well, this has got to be wrapping up. And I swear to you, <laughs> on my soul, I said, God damn it, you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> There's 20 minutes left. Are you fucking crazy? <laughs> I I know that uh, uh, Idris Elba is the villain, just in the, like, the song choice that he's given. Mm-hmm. And he has Imagine. green eyes. I don't know. Yeah. He's... He, he, disappears people for lack of a better term makes people vanish somehow (laughs) cats have magic for whatever reason i don't uh, who knows yeah all this this stuff just it seems like you know the 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 way that this film was being attacked fever dream (laughs) i don't know if it was being attacked for necessarily the all the right reasons the visual effects as i said are very bad um but let's say the visual effects had appealed to people would they would they be attacking it like is this how the stage production is because i just assume they just drag someone off the stage, right? They they put <laughs> they put their cat hands on them. <laughs> have a trap door or something or whatever theater, you know, nonsense you want to get into. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Like this, they probably pulled pretty close to the source material. So why are you all freaking the fuck out now? This was crazy as it was <laughs> 20 years ago. Like this is crazy as all fuck for years now. Yeah, I, <clears throat> that was my thing. Is like. Uh, you know, CGI wise, it's terrible. But as far as I'm, I'm sure this is par for the course. I've never watched the stage production of Cats. Hopefully, to God, never will. But I have to imagine it's close. So I, I, I had trouble following which scene I was in. Like, like when <laughs> I was like, oh, we're doing this now. Like, <laughs> it's like we would be. Uh, let's see. You've got well, you've got uh, Gandalf uh, shows up. <laughs> And his might be the only arc understood where he's like an old cat, I guess, about to die. And he's like, I'd always wanted to sing a song on the stage. And it's real enough to me where I'm like, okay, I can apply that to a human where he's like, you know, I never got a chance to knock that out. So uh, mm. now I'm about to. And he does it. And then for whatever reason, uh, future uh, James Bond uh, just decides to like, I'm going to turn you into a cloud of cat dust. And suddenly you're at the shipyards, like, you know, tied up. <laughs> I'm going to walk the planks and <laughs> this has been um 
because I only took about an hour of this in last night before I I said I can't do oh, it anymore. That, huh? And uh, <laughs> we switched over to Netflix to watch uh, Sliver, where Sharon Stone gets naked, because I'm like, I need to feel something. And that's... <laughs> <laughs> I need to know I'm alive. <laughs> so I finished that up uh, today after Doolittle. So I went from a Sunday morning stretch of hour and 40 minutes of Doolittle to the last hour of Cats. And all the complaints I had about Doolittle as far as like, what are we doing? Like what? At the very least, it doesn't make any sense as far as uh, this is something that could obviously transpire in the real world. But that we do have characters saying this person's sick. The antidote is, you know, somewhere on this island. We got to go find it. Yep. All the other hijinks that happen in between are kind of dumb, and I don't really follow, like, why all the characters are doing what they're doing, but uh, it's a simple enough quest. <laughs> this mm -hmm. one, it was like, as soon as Cats was over, I'm getting on the Wikipedia, like, because I know I'm going to do a podcast. I'm like, what the fuck is a Jellicle? What, who, <laughs> what are they singing about? Why, why was Taylor Swift only in one scene? Like, I felt like she was advertised as, like, Taylor Swift is Cats. And <laughs> she shows up as the hype man for the villain and is uh, yeah. spraying catnip all over them, which I don't know makes them. It's funny, like that scene with the catnip. I'm like, oh, this is some sort of villainous act. Like I'm, you know, Scarecrow and Batman Begins. Mm -hmm. But in a musical, people just stand around and wait till the song's over anyway. Like with this stupid fucking look on their face. So I didn't understand like, oh, catnip, that's going to keep cats at bay. No, they've been doing that the whole time. If someone starts singing, no. you can be damn skippy. Those cats are going to stand there with their slack jaws <laughs> <laughs> waiting for their chorus, waiting for the part they can jump in. I don't know what, what purpose the catnip was. It's like, hey, look, they're dancing around and singing and choreography. This is so different from the other hour and 30 minutes of the film. Like, uh, Why does Rebel Wilson have uh, a chorus line of cockroaches at her disposal? What is she, <laughs> and why are they cool with her eating them? I don't... Why do they have human faces? Why do even the cockroaches have human faces? <laughs> There's so much that goes on in this film that... It, it, uh, it makes me sort of want to watch the the, the stage adaptation where this where it was birthed, but at the same time, is like careful, Jared. I, careful, what sort of evil you're asking for there? Like, <laughs> <laughs> I want to see how close the fucking crazy is. Like, I couldn't, I could not come up with fucking ad libs crazier than fucking cats, man. I don't know. I, it's just. I can't imagine what age range we would ever be that we would be accepting of, of whatever that was. Like, I, I can't imagine us in our teens and our 20s and now our 30s getting close to 40. Now, there's no point in my life that I would ever understand what was going on in that film. You know, Doolittle felt to me like a... I've been on a kick lately of watching uh, 90s movies. Just, mm -hmm. I, I don't know why. Like, I guess uh, I was, God, uh, before the... Uh, uh, COVID-19, I was like, all right, I'm going to like watch a bunch of uh, stuff from the early 2000s. And it is strange how you, if you just go like a decade further back, like how different the accepted norms of storytelling were just in like, a, you know, in a medium such as film, like, and people will say it like, you know, in eighties movies, <laughs> you know, you'd have gratuitous nudity and, uh, there was a heavy emphasis on bullies in eighties movies. And there's a lot mm -hmm. of like, uh, teenage angst like it's just whatever is popular for four or five year stretch that sort of comes mm -hmm. to kind of define that period of films and i was watching doolittle and i'm like yeah this one this one could have been a bomb in the 2000s could have been a bomb in mm -hmm. the 90s like you know it's like the visual effects 
better, worse. I don't know. You know, maybe been more practical, but it would have. It's generic enough that it would have fit in a mm-hmm. different time period. Like if it came out in the '90s, it might have starred Robin Williams, like doing another mm-hmm. Disney comedy. I don't know about cats. I, I, that's why I'm picking <laughs> on the, as you said, the, uh, the the source material. I'm going back to the the vile and wretched womb that it was birthed from. That, uh, you know, I think there was a problem at hand, and that maybe the uh, the emphasis on how bad the visual effects were, we're, we're sort of missing. We're missing the bigger picture here, which is we could we could end this. We could do what our forefathers could not. <laughs> and we could make damn sure that there's not another musical. That's just, that's just gone. It's a musical theater. I mean, the only musical I want, uh, it's like how the Western died. And then Clint Eastwood did Unforgiven. Like I want like the, the sort of like the final Western, like a Western so good that people were like, okay, we can do this again, but you can't make a bunch of them. You know, you, you get one every like, you know, five years for musicals, let's say 10, uh, and that's it. That's me, you being generous. <laughs> <laughs> and, and it's like, you know, and if, if yours sucks, then we're going to double it. You know, it's, it's going to be 20 years. We're gonna... <laughs> so really make sure that you're doing a public good, a public service here. A hundred fucking million dollars on this. Like, I didn't I didn't see that Hugh Jackman thing from last, uh, the, the circus musical from last year that was a big hit. And I'm guessing just... You know, that's, but I, I, I can promise you this, Jared. I am not. Mm-hmm. If I live through <laughs> this <laughs> outbreak, if I live through this, <laughs> I, uh, I will not be returning back to like, oh, let's go back to 2017, 18, 19. Let's see like a stretch of, you know, Christmas musicals. That is not, not <laughs> happening. I will not have that curiosity because it's, I'm not going to get like Sharon Stone with gratuitous nudity, which is a comfort. <laughs> so you uh you locking this one out for any other podcast whatsoever like this is a, a mean, ban across the board but let's be honest like i mean I, I i did struggle through it just in case there was some you know in case judy dinch actually did lick her ass because i know ricky gervais <laughs> made that joke at the golden globes but when you watch cats you're like well, maybe he was just repeating something that actually happened i don't know like that sounds far-fetched and it sounds like an obvious joke but yet what I'm seeing does not compute in my brain. Maybe they actually went that far. Uh, unfortunately or fortunately not, I don't know. There's a moment towards the end where the uh, Judy Dench and whoever the lead character is, the the white cat, um, where they rub heads like cats. You know, It's one of the few times I read that Taylor Swift said that they had to go to cat school. And I'm like, why? You just walk around <laughs> like a human and they just like, you know, painted in MS Paint, you know, cat features over you and put fur on your body. <laughs> So one of the few times we actually have like this cat-like physicality, uh, if you will. And all I could think was, I there's no way I'd want my face to be that close to Judy Dench's face ever. Like I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I can just. It's like the breath has to be rank, and just her <laughs> face. Just you just look Another at her. By Judy Dench to try and suck your youth out of you. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I mean, her face looks like fucking Jake LaMotta at the end of like Raging Bull. Like Jesus, <laughs> couldn't have spared a few CGI dollars to make her look a little smooth. That shit out, my god! You just have that floating face on there, and I've never really thought about that before. I've seen Judy Dench in Bond movies, and I'm just thinking mm-hmm. like, oh, she's the boss. That's it. Mm-hmm. You just have her floating, uh, just wretched, senile face. <laughs> the face ah, of a cat. <laughs> 
Uh, that was another one of my notes. Is like this is the uh, maybe one of the greatest horror movies I think I've ever watched. <sighs> Subscribe so to Shutter, much- Jared. Shutter <laughs> had a free trial for thirty days, and I'm like, all right, <laughs> plenty of content, as my wife says. <laughs> and yeah, here I am. Why did you want another Jellicle life? I can't keep being in this kitchen. 